0: Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece
1: I trust you'll enjoy. You know, as um, we are, we talked a couple of times last week about what's been going on after the football player Damar Hamlin um, collapsed on the field on last week, a week ago today. And I'm amazed at the prayer that continues to happen. I want you to listen to this clip. It's it's a little bit longer, but this is Benjamin Watson on CNN's Anderson Cooper.
0: Uh, these times bring us face to face with our own mortality, and we all have a, a day to be born and we all have a day to die, and so often in the in between those two points we feel invincible.
1: So what he's talking about here is if you're watching football over the weekend. And maybe you weren't. And I know I know that not everybody's a football fan. In fact, I'm not always watching football. My wife this weekend, she told me she goes in my entire marriage, you haven't watched as much football as you've watched the last uh, this weekend. And I usually don't pay that much attention. I pay attention to the scores and stuff, but I usually don't watch a lot of games. And being a pastor, you know, until this year, I've been busy on Sundays. So it's just not something that I I did a lot. But um, And my boys are getting to the age where they're watching more of it. But I've been so curious about the NFL and its response to this young man's injury and the car- cardiac arrest he apparently had on the field. I say apparently because I, I guess they are calling it that. But we don't know any other details about really why. A lot of speculation out there, but we don't know why. But he's doing well, and he, in fact, was released from the hospital today. And he is, um, you know, just the fact that people are praying is, is something remarkable. But I think what is even higher than that is there is so much public prayer. So the football teams, I think in all the games this weekend, the teams came out to the center of the field and knelt in prayer both teams opposing teams and not just the buffalo bills the team he prays for but all across the league there have been prayers for demar hamlin and very openly discussing this public prayer you know the thing that the high school teacher up in uh, washington uh lost his job over 7 years ago because he prayed at the 50 yard line uh, in a high school at the end of a high school football game and invited people to join him um these players are doing this it's very public and you know they're coming from different different positions, okay? Some of these players are are Christians, and they're sold out for the Lord. Some of these players uh, have other faiths or no faith, and this is something maybe new for them. Some of them are prodigal. They've been away from the Lord. You know, they went to Sunday school at some point. They, you know, heard the gospel. Maybe they went to camp one year or gave their life to Christ at some church event at some point. You know, and here we have all of these people kneeling in prayer, and not only that but we're hearing these prayers and seeing prayers on on television. What I wanted to get back to with this clip from Benjamin Watson is that what you're going to hear is him actually give the gospel and this is a way that God is using this. Like at the end of the day I don't you know this will probably you know fade a little bit and you know some people I think are going to grow closer to God, other people are going to wonder what happened? God does this kind of thing. But I want you to listen to uh, how God is using this to get the gospel out. Uh,
0: These times bring us face to face with our own mortality. And we all have a a day to be born and we all have a day to die. And so often in in between those two points, we feel invincible, whether you're a professional athlete, (laughs) whether you're at the top of uh, your profession, uh, whether you're feeling healthy, you understand that sometimes there's a reminder that, hey, all of us have an appointment with death. But I think after that, it also makes us realize, where are we? Where do our hearts stand? If that were to be us laying on the field or if that were to be us laying in a hospital, what would our next steps be? And so on the flip side, with such a tragic event, there is tremendous opportunity. Uh, Part of my prayers right now, Anderson, is for the players in both of those locker rooms, for the chaplains, who I know very well, who are right now uh, counseling and comforting players who saw a brother in a near-death experience and who was still fighting for his life. Because the questions about what happens after this life? Where will you spend eternity? As you mentioned, Anderson, are coming up for all of us, not just for the football players, but thank God that he provides an answer through his son, Jesus Christ.
1: That was on CNN, Anderson Cooper. And Anderson Cooper changed the subject a little bit after that. But you know what? The Lord used this as an opportunity to put out a simple message about Jesus Christ, to Thousands of people watching that program and this video of Benjamin Watson sharing this. Benjamin Watson is a former professional football player, and uh, he's a believer, and uh, he is somebody who has been uh, an activist on certain issues, and he's also now a commentator um, on uh, ESPN, on the SEC network of ESPN. And, you know— I'm just enjoying the opportunity that some of these people are taking to share their faith openly. And not not just to say, you know, God did this, or not just to sort of keep it in a way that is sort of generic. But some people, some people are very generic, okay, but some people have made it very, very clear that Jesus Christ is the Savior. And there is something that is being done here that I think the Lord is doing. I've got a thought about it. I think I know something that maybe the Lord is doing just to show us, to remind us that he is here. And if you were watching, this is the response for commentators on TV. So players all came out to the middle of the field, and they all took a knee in prayer together. This is what it sounded like.
0: ...talked about that we, we felt the whole NFL as a community came together this week, and he talked about this. Both teams coming together in prayer before this game starts. It's just an unbelievable deal for both teams to get together and pray and thank God for what's happened this week.
1: And now while they're silent, what you're seeing is, I don't know, 100 guys out on the field in a circle praying together, on their knees, praying together, football players, opposing teams. This is something that the world is seeing this is something that is powerful that's the crowd uh, reacting as the players finish their prayers and they get up and there were different movements all throughout the nfl why do you think this is happening i want to share this in life okay the enemy is not the person who is on the other team and the enemy is not the person who hates you or that you don't like very much in life for human beings for the history of mankind death is the enemy. Death is the enemy. Death will rob you one day of your grandparents. It will rob you of your parents. It will rob you in tragedy of your kids and your friends. And one day it will take everything away from you. Death is the enemy. We spend more money in our lives. Most of our medical expenses happen in the last few days or weeks of our life to keep us alive just for a short period of time later. I think one of the things that we're being reminded of is this, the enemy is death. And for us as Christians, we have victory in Jesus Christ who defeated death. And what we believe is that if you believe in Jesus, you believe that he died for your sins, then you will follow him out of the grave through the hole that he punched into death, into everlasting life. And when we see this on national TV, and what I think people are being called to remember is the enemy is death. And what I hope that Christians understand is that that enemy has been defeated. You know, one of the things I think brings glory to God in all of this, and maybe what God is showing us is something. You know, all, the, all of these players of every team kneeling together, the whole team, everybody, including coaches, you know, the uh, other staff, everybody who is uh, a part of the organization— Uh, You know, kneeling in the NFL a few years ago was a controversial thing, right? It was a sign of protest and division and whatever it was meant to accomplish for the good by those who were doing it for racial reconciliation or other things that we need to address. You know, how did that turn out ultimately? Uh, Over time, I'm not sure that it turned out that well ultimately for anybody. Um, But here we have everybody kneeling together of every race, of every background, and we're seeing it overflow into the country where the gospel is being preached on CNN, of all places, by people who are risking their reputations and their job, frankly, by sharing uh, their prayers and sharing these things online. You know, where do we find unity? We find it when we kneel together before the Lord. Where do we find racial reconciliation, and other problems to our social problems. You know, we we find it when we do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility we value others above ourselves, not looking to our own interests, but each of us looking to the interests of others. Philippians chapter 2. You know, I think that's a big thing that God is doing here. I think that he is showing us that, hey, if you want things to be better, America you need to turn to me. You need to stop turning to ridiculous philosophies and stop looking to Washington and politicians and even stop looking to sports stars who are fallible and just as you know, susceptible to death as every single human being on earth. And we find something. We find something so powerful when we turn and we kneel to God. I think that's something that's happening. I think it's a reminder for some people that they need to kneel to the Lord because they haven't done that in a long time. I think it's showing some people who've never done it that, hey, there's something here. I mean, I don't know, you know, one of our callers before wasn't a Christian. He talked about, you know, maybe prayer is something that makes the prayers feel better. And there's, you know, people try to explain prayer. And ultimately, I don't know if God is doing something that is supernatural with Tamar's life in that he's already out of the hospital a week after having a heart attack of that nature, but maybe he is, and I can I can guarantee you that people think so, that people think, hey, these prayers are having an effect here, that this is not usual. This is There's something happening here that whatever God's endgame is, I think he's teaching us and whatever ultimately happens to DeMar Hamblin and wherever his faith is and where it ends up, all these players, I think it's going to impact some profoundly. I think some are going to forget about it later. That's kind of how these things go because our hearts are not always turned to the Lord. But I think it's a moment. It's a moment where we as a, a nation who understands that we need to be penitent. I think everybody knows our nation's going the wrong direction, we need to be penitent. I think the problem is, is we've forgotten as a culture what direction to be penitent toward. This is a reminder. How do we take this moment and realize that we need to be on our knees before the Lord for all kinds of issues, all kinds of things, the places of our division in our country, the place where we are uh, so, we have found ourselves so separate from each other, the place where we are following Philosophies that don't make any sense that nobody believed just ten or fifteen years ago, uh, or almost nobody. We find our unity when we are kneeling before the Lord. It's where we put our hope. Philippians chapter two, great passage to read right now as you think about these things. We put our, we put in faith, knowing that this is. Chapter verse ten: That at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. I think there's a lot of glory here going to God the Father. And like I said, some people are praying to the Lord. Some people are are down on one knee because they're just part of a team, and this is you know very um, emotional event that happened. But maybe they don't really believe. I think there's a lot of players and staff. And people in the in the seats and people who are watching the news and watching all of this who are also reminded about why at some point in their life they gave their life to Christ but they've been far away for a long time. They're prodigals who right now are are considering coming back to the Father who they are seeing as they are on their knee with his arms wide open ready to receive them. I think that's happening. And so we need to keep praying for uh, not just the players and staff and coaches, people involved with the NFL, but so many people are watching this around the world with, with awe or confusion or interest of different kinds. I think there's, there's a lot of glory here that God is getting in people's lives. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership
0: with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today.